0: Welcome to Top Secrets of Promotional Product Sales. Top Secrets. How to increase sales, improve margins, and grow your business. Guaranteed. Now, David Blaze. Talking about your marketing approach, and I I use the words stealth and intimidation. Uh, For your marketing approach from stealth to intimidation, I tend to favor uh, sort of those two approaches when it comes to marketing, when it comes to being out there in the marketplace. I think that there are a lot of people who are just sort of there. They just sort of show up, and I'm in the marketplace, and yeah, I'm one of 10 people or 50 people or 150 people in this particular city that sells promotional products, and here I am, and here's why I'm different, and here's why I'm cool, but I'm basically just one of the crowd, and we're all sort of milling about trying to get our own business. That's what I tend to think of as the sort of being there or being present approach. And for the most part, in a 21st century economy, that just doesn't cut it. Just being there and taking in air on the planet is not generally enough justification for people to want to do business with you. I tend to favor two modes, and, and I found, and I, I didn't realize it as I was doing it, but in looking back at some of the most successful promotions that I've ever done to get clients, I found that I was really operating in one of two modes. One was stealth mode, and one one was intimidation mode. Um, stealth mode is, is basically what's happening behind the scenes when people particularly your competition, don't even know that you're there. But the difference between stealth mode and being inactive and ineffective is that in stealth mode, there are things happening. You're working on promotions. You're creating awareness among some small group of people. You're bringing new clients through the door. Stuff is happening, but the market at large is not yet aware of you. During stealth mode, this is when planning happens. This is when testing happens. This is when evaluation happens. This is when you're gauging the results of the various things you're doing. And this whole customer acquisition approach that we were just talking about actually works really well. It allows you to operate in stealth mode because when you're only approaching small groups of people, the market at large is still unaware that there's anything uh, major going on. During this stage, when you're bringing new clients through the door, you're testing new approaches, you're seeing what works, you're seeing what doesn't, you're testing, you're refining, you get to see what works really well so that when you actually decide that you're going to get out into the marketplace and and sort of land and make yourself known, that when you do that, you're going to be doing it effectively and you're going to be doing it with an approach that's going to resonate with people and and everybody's going to go, wow, this is cool, look, (laughs) these people have arrived. And during stealth mode, you're also, you're quietly accumulating testimonials and success stories of people that you're helping quietly behind the scenes. Now, the people that you're sort of testing this stuff out on, obviously, they're aware of you. They're, they know what you're doing. But again, I'm just talking about you know the market in general, however you define your market to be, that, that the market at large at this point may still not know that you exist. That's what I refer to as stealth mode. So again, stealth mode You've got a bunch of things going on. It's happening quietly with a small group of people. You're testing, you're tweaking, you're tracking results, you're seeing what works, you're seeing what doesn't. You're very active, you're very involved, you're very engaged. That is very different than getting an ASI number, or getting a PPAI number, and sitting there in your house and saying, okay, I'm in the market now, <laughs> and just sort of saying to yourself, what do I do next? That's not stealth mode. That's, that's sort of inactivity mode. So big difference here. So I favor stealth mode, and then I favor intimidation mode. Now, intimidation mode—that's that's kind of a kind of an unpleasant word, and that, that may leave a bad taste in some people's mouths. But what I mean by that is when we enter a market, and when we're getting in front of a, a group of prospects, we want to enter that market in a way that that causes people to be aware of us. If you stick your big toe in, into a pond it creates a little ripple. If you, you know, if you run in and do a cannonball it creates a big splash. And ideally you don't want to create your splash until you know what you're doing, right? You, so that's why I favor, you know, working in stealth mode until you're ready to go into the market and really create a presence. But in intimidation mode, Lots of things are happening. The stuff that you're doing is happening very visibly. People are aware of what you're doing. You appear to be everywhere all at once. You may be advertising in various publications. You may be doing direct mailings. You may be doing emails. You may be doing various types of advertising, whether it's print or online or direct marketing. Your testimonials are live. The people that you've brought in and the success stories that you've created in stealth mode are now out in the public, and people are being made aware that these things are happening. Your competition is acutely aware of the fact that you exist, and if you're doing it right, they're to some extent uncomfortable <laughs> with the fact that you exist, and they're going, where did this person come from, and and and, and what are they doing, and, and how did they create so much awareness that I'm now you know, looking less relevant? The approach is based on the results that you've tested in stealth mode, so when you go out there and you start doing this on a larger scale, it's already working because you've already tested it, and you know that it works. And basically what ends up happening is when you get into intimidation mode, you are then able to put more people through your customer acquisition funnel because it's already set up, it's already in place, and you're geared to be able to do it. You're geared to be able to eliminate unqualified prospects and and bring in qualified prospects and follow up intelligently and methodically and work with the people who are qualified and and jettison the ones who aren't. And at that point, it's really easy to get traction and make a whole lot more money. So those are the two methods or modes that I tend to favor: stealth mode uh, to get things set up, intimidation mode for when you're ready to when you're ready to roll. I'll give you uh, I'll give you an example or two, and some of you may be familiar with some of these stories. I'll keep them brief. The way that I did this in my own promotional products business. When I started my promotional products business, I was working primarily with public television stations. We had a deal with uh, the BBC, the British Broadcasting Company, to produce premiums, pledge premiums related to the television program Doctor Who, which is a British science fiction TV show that at that point was carried on, on public television. So we were working with, a, with a, a group of public television stations that carried this program. It wasn't all of them, but it was it was a group of them, and we were able to generate some decent business with them. Well, that you know essentially for for us was stealth mode we were we were talking to these stations, we were finding out what they need, we were finding out what types of solutions they were looking for, and we were gathering information, gathering data so that uh, when so that when we were going to approach uh, other people that we wouldn't look like idiots, <laughs> so we wouldn 't look like they didn 't know what we were talking about. So we used that that time to gather information to find out what they were looking for, find out what they were what they needed, so that when we were ready to uh, to switch modes, that we could then go out there and and really look smart at what we were doing. So that's what we did. So during stealth mode, we found out what other what other programs they needed pledge premiums for, what types of things they were looking to do, what their primary goals were, what they were looking to accomplish of course with public television it was all about getting more people to send them money and to send them pledge dollars so we we refined and honed and tuned our approach to be able to talk to uh, talk about that we found out who the, uh, the appropriate people were within those organizations to do the buying so so all that stuff happened during stealth mode then when we decided that we were going to launch it to the entire uh, that entire industry that entire group of people when we went out there, it was you know we, we made an impact in the marketplace, and within about three months of the time that we sort of went live with intimidation mode, everybody else who was selling to that market all of a sudden became aware of our promotional products business like, "Wow, where did these guys come from now all of a sudden they're dealing with all these different stations and then when one station gets wind of the fact that another station is doing business with us, they're like, "Oh, they must know what they're doing i 'm going to talk to them uh, so that's one way that we did it when I launched in my Market, in my geographic market. Like I was selling to public television stations all over the country, but I was not selling promotional products locally in a ge- local geographic area. But in the meantime, we had built a pretty successful promotional product business without having sold to anyone in our geographic area. Well, we said, well, this is kind of silly. We might as well do this as well. So we already had the infrastructure in place. We had our suppliers in place. We had salespeople internally. But in our local market, we were still operating in stealth mode because we hadn't approached them. So when we decided we were going to do that, we did the same thing. We sort of came out with a bang. We started advertising in the Chamber of Commerce publications. We had crashed a, uh, a Chamber of Commerce seminar that they were having on guerrilla selling. I've told that story before. I'm not going to. I'm not going to tell it again here. But we, we basically crashed this seminar and and made our presence known at that seminar. We advertised in various publications locally. We worked out a trade deal with a local radio station so that they were talking about us. So we did all these things simultaneously so that all of a sudden it was like the mothership had landed and our competitors were going, wow, where did these guys come from? So that's the idea of intimidation mode. If you can internalize this and if you can figure out ways of making this happen for yourself in your own market, you're going to accomplish a number of things. One is that during stealth mode you're going to figure out the bugs, you're going to work out the bugs, you're going to work out the kinks and then when you switch to intimidation mode you're going to be able to attract a whole lot of clients and you're going to make your competition uncomfortable and they're going to you know they're going to wonder what happened increase sales improve margins and grow your business guaranteed top secrets top secrets promotional product sales